what's going on internet you are listening to free cheese and hot sauce the chicago bulls podcast uh we're doing a pre-game which i forgot to mention already for some reason uh this is not a normal podcast we are just talking bulls and pistons for the first game in over a week now i'm going through some withdrawals when was the last game thursday yeah i think it was it was the Cavs. Yeah. Uh, right before All-Star, yeah, which was, I believe, Thursday. I'm missing basketball a lot. Like, I don't know what I did this week. So, I mean, I got, a lo- I got a lot done, actually. This is really healthy for me, and um, I, th- I think we had a lot done over the summer, too. I just, re- I kind of realized over the last week that basketball is really destroying my life. <laughs> yeah, right. I've had that feeling at times, too. Like, when you have to wake up at 8 a.m. to record a pregame. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're happy to be here. The Bulls are coming in at thirty-four and twenty after that win against the Cavs. The Pistons are twenty-one and thirty-three. Uh, they've kind of fallen off a little bit since Brandon Jennings got hurt, and then, uh, and then yesterday, uh, we're recording this on Friday. They actually made a pretty big deal in the trade deadline. Yeah, Reggie Jackson got what he wanted. Yeah. And now gets to start on uh, the Pistons, yeah. and uh, who the hell knows how he will do. I mean, this this <sighs> is completely up in the air for me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's hard to say because he never really has been in a starting role. I mean, being behind a guy like Russell Westbrook really restricts what you can do, and I feel like that's I mean, why he his did efficiency well. He stats. did well, though. He did very well against. Uh, uh, backing up Westbrook and uh, I know last year's playoffs I mean he was a monster and beginning of the season not not great I mean obviously couldn't get the Thunder into the playoffs um, at the beginning there but um, yeah it seems like attitude problems too the fact that you know he kind of came out public saying hey I want to get the hell out of here yeah kind of ind- indicates a little bit of cancer but um you know, maybe Stan Van will uh, beat the shit out of him, and he'll he'll become a good point guard. Yeah, I mean, he's got a decent coach. He's got a okay set of people around him. It helps that he has a couple of bigs down low. Um, it's really going to be interesting to see what happens in the offseason, though, because they do still have Brandon Jennings, who was doing so, so well before he went down. Um, not really like the Pistons are making a playoff push at this point, so it's... I guess you have to assume they'll try to retain him, but I don't really know what his role will be moving forward. Um, yeah, it seems like the Pistons kind of given up. They, they kind of gave up after Jennings. It's like they they were like, all right, DJ, you can have your shot. And I thought DJ was going to kind of come back to his form back when he was with us, the Bulls. And, uh, you know, he almost did, but just was way too inconsistent to get the Pistons up the ranks at all. So... Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm sad about. I'm sad I don't get to see DJ start on the Pistons anymore. I mean, now now he's got to be the Reggie Jackson for the Thunder, and I don't know. I don't know. I like seeing DJ start. I he's he's a fun player to watch. Yeah, uh, you know who you do get to see start though. At least I'm assuming in this game because I doubt Jackson will play the day after he was traded. Oh, I'm so excited about this. John Lucas the third is the only Woo! remaining point guard on the Pistons. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I'm so excited. We get to see the goat versus the MVP. 
Uh, by the way, starting lineups real quick. Rose, Butler, Dunleavy, Gasol, and Noah. This is uh, the first time the Bulls have had their full roster together for the first time since uh, November, I think. Since so, the Raptors, right? Last time was the Raptors, and I believe they uh, kicked their ass when they Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so that's exciting. You know, we actually have a healthy team. That's, I guess, what eight days off will do for you. It's uh, the- a miracle. <laughs> Trade for the Suns training staff. Um, (laughs) on the Pistons we have John Lucas or Reggie Jackson whatever happens there Um, the rest of their lineup is actually kind of tough to judge too because they did give up a lot of assets just to bring in Jackson so I'm guessing it's going to be Caldwell Pope Butler, Monroe, and Drummond Uh, they had Singler starting but they traded him and uh, they no longer have a legitimate point guard outside of Jackson so Really, their entire backcourt is kind of up for grabs right now. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be the starting lineup, too. I think uh, Butler's really the only one that um, might get uh, switched out there. But, I mean, Pistons are kind of kind of shitty right now. I don't think they're going to do very good tonight. I mean, um, we got guys like Spencer Dinwiddle or Dinwiddie. <laughs> Who, I don't know who the hell that is. It's a got, fantastic name. It is a great name. Um, got Cartier Martin. They they also uh, acquired him over uh, yesterday's events. I don't think he'll play though. And um, Tayshawn Prince. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, also back in Detroit. Not really sure how significant that'll be, or if they're really excited about paying his seven and a half million dollar salary. But um, yeah, right. He's back home for now, so I guess if he plays, it wouldn't be surprising to see him start. Um, it could also be they slide a Caldwell Pope over to the three and play Jody Meeks, but... that That's actually probably more likely. Yeah. I wouldn't... Then again, it would be kind of nice to have them have a scorer off the bench at all, because um, outside of that, their roster is just kind of uh, barren right now. Just completely depleted. I mean, with, with, with Jennings out... It's, it's nothing. Besides yeah. Monroe and Drummond, there's nobody. Yeah, they were so excited. I mean, they were winning so many games. It looked like they were going to be a playoff team and maybe, maybe be able to upset someone, and then it just all fell apart on them. Um, yeah. Things not really falling apart for the Bulls, though, you know? Yeah, we, we're looking pretty good, aren't <laughs> we? We seem to have right, rot the ship. I don't know what the past term of right the ship is. I think it is rot. Rot. <laughs> Um, so we wrought it, and uh, now it's just a matter of executing, I think, because this is yet another game where, yes, the Bulls should absolutely win. Our roster is better top to bottom, but, um, you know, this is also the kind of thing we have dropped earlier in the year. Um, I like to think that we turned a corner with the Cavs game or the All-Star break or just kind of feeling the playoffs coming up. So I'm thinking the Bulls have a big advantage here. Um what do you think is going to go down in this game? I mean, it's like we still don't have that shitty team that we've beaten recently to like say, oh, no, 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 we're, we're still good at beating shitty teams. I mean, I think our last shitty team we played was Orlando, and we still had a hard time with them. We so, beat New Orleans pretty bad. New Orleans, yeah, and I remember they were out Anthony Davis yeah. um, after like the first quarter. So, yeah, I guess you can use that as an example, too. Um, I, I, I still think the Bulls are going to kind of come out to town for this one and just completely make their way with the Pistons because the Pistons are just 
They're they're Knicks level bad right now. I yeah, mean, there's a they're bad, especially tonight when they probably won't be playing their three pickups in Cartier Martin, uh, Tayshawn Prince, or Reggie Jackson. Uh, they, they got Caldwell Pope, Drummond, Monroe. Maybe Meeks might do something. Otherwise, just nobody. Play all three. Nobody. <laughs> Play all three. Um. Yeah. I mean, if the Pistons manage to stay in the game, I think it'll be just because we don't rebound at all, which was a problem very early in the year. But lately, That's it true. really hasn't at all. Um. Yeah. Jo- Joe's Joe's pretty much back though. I, I yeah. Think we're, we're back to rebounding because Joe is back. And yeah. He definitely seems healthy now. Yeah, he's he's coming back to form. I think he's just going to get even better. But come playoff time, he's going to be an absolute beast, and we're going to remember why he was Defensive Player of the Year last year. Yeah. And Jimmy's back. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy's the Warrior back. returns. Oh, I'm so excited for Jimmy. Jimmy, I mean, how, how long was he out? Just like two or three games, right? It was, uh, I think he left in the first half of the uh, Kings game and then yes. didn't play against yes. Cleveland. So, like, a game and a half. But uh, it yeah, was too I think, much. I think he'll look good. He'll look good, though. Yeah, I mean, he looked uh, I mean, he looked fine in the All-Star game. He didn't play all that much, but, I mean, he looked physically fine. He was running all over the place and playing defense. So, I mean, you have to assume he wouldn't have played in that game if he wasn't ready to go in a week. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's I don't see any situation where the Pistons try to beat us. I'm sitting here trying to think of a way that we drop this game, and really it just comes down to if the Bulls show up and just suck dick for 48 minutes, then we'll lose. Exactly. But there's really no excuse for that happening at this stage in the season. Yeah, because even if the starters come out and shit the bed, you know, the, the bench can beat this yeah. team right now. It's like... like <laughs> Even at Detroit's strongest position in the post, once Joe and Powell go out with Monroe and Drummond, then it's Taj and Nico who should be able to just run wild. I mean, who's legitimately going to guard Nico on the perimeter in this game? I have no idea. I mean, there Dinwiddle's there. Uh, I mean, Tayshawn Prince won't play. He'd probably be my pick if he was in. Um... But, I mean, their other bigs are Joel Anthony and Anthony Tolliver. Those guys are pretty much anchored down low at this point in their careers. Yeah. So, you want to just uh, get it out of the way and make some predictions? Yeah, I think this is going to be a really boring game. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my main prediction. I think, I think it's just going to be a blowout of epic proportions. Um, uh, probably final score of, like, 104 to 89 maybe but you know the only reason it's even that close is because you know garbage time yeah (laughs) that's the thing it would be kind of nice to get some time with like maybe doug or even you know throw each one some minutes cam because we do have a back-to-back against the suns who also might not be without most of their roster given what they did at the deadline um so that'll be fun to talk about exactly um so i think the bulls can probably wrap this game up by the end of the third quarter especially if they come out of the gate strong which they've shown that they can actually do when they have done levy in the lineup because i'm sure rose will be aggressive with you know much much smaller and 
far less competent Lucas on him. And then Jimmy will have someone undersized on him pretty much regardless of what happens. So all of our guys seem to have an advantage in this game. Um, if I have to pick a score, I'm going to... I'm going to jump out there. I'm going to say 112 to 85. Nice. Not even going to be kind of close. Exactly. I mean, um, there is another player that the Bulls are getting back we have to mention begrudgingly. Kirk Heinrich. Kirk. I'm, I'm so scared because Tony Snell was looking amazing the last two games. And we're going to bring Kirk back out. Here's the thing. I think Tibbs has to recognize how good Tony was. Right. Because we won the Cavs game because of him, arguably. I mean, he... And the, and the Kings, to a certain extent. Yeah, to a point. Um, and it just doesn't make much sense to start sitting a guy in place of someone who struggled individually like that. Um, I know Tibbs mentioned that the Bulls are 11-5 and five when Heinrich plays 30 minutes or more. That terrified me. That I don't, made me want to vomit. The fact that that even was mentioned, I'm like, well, I don't I don't hate Kirk, but if he plays 30 minutes, I, I hate you, Tom. Exactly, um, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, if Kirk gets 10, 12 minutes a game and Tony eats up like the other 15 that Kirk was getting, I think that's a nice rotation for the Bulls. Um, right, but I still don't think that's going to happen. I still think that Tibbs is going to roll Kirk out, might even start Kirk for no reason. Just to <laughs> just fuck with everybody. Just to, fuck, just to say, fuck you guys. Kirk's my man. I'm playing him 42 <laughs> minutes a game. Like, he just I'm plays him 48 minutes to celebrate that he wasn't traded. I'm, exactly. I'm legitimately worried. I am worried that Kirk is going to play 48 minutes this game. Um... You know, I'd say no, it won't happen, but we've seen it happen before, so I guess yeah. all we could do is hang around and find out. Yeah, we'll see. Anything else we want to bring up before we wrap it up? Um, I hope we get Perkins. Yeah, that would actually be a nice little move. I mean, that I don't would. want him to play significant minutes, but if there's exactly, a big but, who's giving know. us trouble, put him in and have him be large and scary. And, you know, Tibbs is old guy. I, I think it will work. Yeah, he and Joe Kim would get along real great. It'd be good. It'd be good. Yeah. Um, plus, you know, you can never have too much depth as far as bigs go. And um, but, yeah. So, I suppose that's a podcast. As always, follow us on Twitter at Bulls Free Cheese. Check us out on Facebook, uh, Wiki, Google Plus, um, Dogpile, wherever you want to look. Um, check out ChicagoBulls.reddit.com. That is where we take all of our comments and post stuff and talk to all you fine people. Uh, freecheeseandhotsauce.com that's where you can find all of our other shit that we do um, I know that you guys are recording a proper podcast tonight and that should be up tomorrow so that should be a fun one with all the uh, trade deadline talks so be sure to check that out it will be a five hour podcast ooh that's uh, some so ambitious much. file sizing that, that, that trade day was just crazy wasn't it like what was it I, 40 people uh it was nine percent of the league's players. Nine percent of the wow. league's players were traded. That's a statistic for you, right? Um, wow, that is really surprising. Um, anyway, I think it's about time to wrap it up. So, drive home safely, internet. Beep beep. Can't find the stop button. There it is. Bow, bow. <laughs> we need an effect at the end or something, just like a whoosh. Right. An actual beep beep. 
I think Dave actually does that at the end of the regular podcast, and it fucked with yeah. me so bad once, because I was listening to it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm saying the beep beeps, it's the first time I talked in like 20 minutes on that episode, and then it was covered up by a sound effect. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, beep beep!